in the How words that go with the roughly? podcast? I don't know, like 180 something. Fuck you! Okay. But we didn't take a five year. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't take some bullshit five year break Fuck in the middle. Fuck you! Though. Five years, two years. It was it only like forever. It was only a two year break preceded by 13 episodes, preceded by a six month break. And you only have one person to blame, and it's <laughs> fucking. Yep. You only have one person to blame, and it's bleep <laughs> fucking bleep. <laughs> One day month, it's the Ides. It's the Ides of January 2014. This is Idle Thumbs 141. I am Chris Remo. I am Jake Rodkin. I am Sean Vanneman. And today we are joined by a very special guest, Will Smith of Tested.com. Hello, gentlemen. Slash wizard. Hey, man. Slash wizard. No, that's you guys. That's not me. Oh. Is idlethumbs.com slash wizard go to tested? Because that's only fair. It could tomorrow. Idlethumbs.net slash wizard goes to a defunct marketing uh, survey. Don't go to that. He said idlethumbs.com Oh, I said .com. Oh, that probably still goes to the same place. <laughs> it does. I don't even know what idlethumbs.com is. It's, it's our site. Still our oh, website. we oh. just paid more for that one than for .net. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, you got that one after, probably. At great expense many years later. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. That's the way it always goes. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome. It's good to be on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, returning returning the invitation, I suppose. We were on your Octobercast. Yeah, a couple of times. Two years running. Two years mm-hmm. running. Well, some of you. I was only there two years ago. Yes, you were only there two years ago. You had a good excuse, I think. When? You were the second time when you didn't come. What was I doing? You were going on a honeymoon or something. You were in Ireland, right? Yeah, I oh, was. Yeah, yeah. It was a good... Yeah, Ireland. Legitimate excuse. <laughs> That's a place a person honeymoon. goes. Right, my marriage. That <laughs> right. In October. Um, no. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. This is yeah. fun. No, it's good to have you. We've known you for freaking forever. I don't know why you've never been on our podcast. Well, you know, I, I don't do really game stuff very much, and Jake secretly hates me, it seems. Wow. I love you. Not so secret. I secretly love you. I'm going to sit here and drink <laughs> old coffee quietly. Cool. Well, you went to CES. We didn't. Yeah, you're lucky. Um, I don't miss it at all. <laughs> did you used to go to CES? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went for every year for like four years. I'm, huh. I'm, As a hobbyist. As well, as Chris was there scoping out the porn convention next <laughs> door. Just, and we just yeah, stop right, by exactly, CES. Yeah. Exactly. They don't even have the porn convention next door anymore. Oh so there's no gosh. more uncomfortable moments where you're walking down oh. the hall in the Venetian on the way to some session, and then there's improbably attired women walking down the halls, just kind yeah. of passing out badges. I think, to I think the we talked about this. I think we talked about the oh. minor version of this, which is um, when we went to California Extreme last year, which is the pinball and arcade convention. Oh right, and it was in the same building as like a Jehovah's Witness family <laughs> convention. <laughs> Which was fantastic. I did tell this on the podcast, but it was the most delicious thing because it was an arcade convention 
And then across the street was Great America. And then there are these kids dressed in suits who had to go upstairs into a conference room with their parents for <laughs> yeah. some Jehovah's Witnessing. Walk past. Ding, 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 ding. It's called kids' laughter. Roller coasters over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Free arcade. Anyway, I guess that's what CES is like. Well, so once upon a time, I Wait, went Who are the to, kids who are going to the porn they don't, convention and not going to CES? <laughs> you have a CES badge and they let you into the porn convention for free. Like, they, you don't even have what? to have... Seriously? Right. Yeah. It, well, not anymore because they're not at the same time. But in the old days... Thanks, Obama. It was really, really just like... All sorts of bad decisions. Like Vegas is a hub for bad decision making. I hate. I got it. I hate Vegas. So they yeah. they put the two x the three x multiplier yeah. of porn and fucking gadget lust. stupid shit that you can buy that you don't need probably for the most. But yeah. So and gadgets and gadgets. I don't like gadgets. Have we not talked about this. Wait, you said you don't like. I gadgets? don't like the word gadget. Oh, oh the, the word. word. You're like a gizmo gadget. doodad. Oh, the right. word. The word gadget. What would you call is it? a diminutive technology? for technology. Right. The the theory that my iPhone, which is a device that has changed my life for the better in immeasurable ways, it puts the whole of human knowledge in my pocket. And it's a computer faster than what I carried in like 1999, what I owned in 1999. Yeah. Better screen, better internet connection, the whole thing. That is not a gadget. I agree. Is that, that is true a, though? My Quake 3 is not as good. <laughs> There's no Quake 3 for that. Yeah, it's totally a gizmo. That's exactly You're right. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think there is you can, but when oh, somebody really? applies gadget, it's they're talking about like, it's like, a, like a fucking of. pebble or something. Well, everybody, like a watch. Yeah, it's like it's like gadget. feeling superfluous. But yeah. the thing is, everybody calls phones and tablets and the whole thing gadgets. And I Dads think, do. do they though? I don't know. Dads if do. Gizmodo does. I mean, they're the gadget website. There's a yeah. website called Gadget. GDGT right. and Gadget. The, the websites that cover all of that stuff are just called gadget review sites. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just it. Gadget is a term that is a diminutive applied by old people. To make them feel better about not understanding how any of this shit We've works. already passed, passed the mental threshold for me where gadget has just become meaningless syllable. Like, it's already now. Gadget, just after gadget, the last three gadget. minutes. It's already just gadget, gadget, gadget. <laughs> it just sounds like a, like a, tick, like a verbal tick. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the fastest I've ever heard it go from to, to Goldblum here. Um, <laughs> Whoa, was that, that was drunk Goblin. Oh, okay. uh, 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 it's uh, uh, made by old people. Uh, it's a pejorative. Uh, <laughs> or a, a diminutive phrase, if you will. Uh, or whatever the word is that you said. Diminutive is good. So CES is fun. But you said it wasn't. No, no, it's nice because you get to go see people. It's like going to E3. You see all the people you only see at CES. So but they're all the like in the power people. of like a I mean, 200 inch LCD screen, right? Yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of. so. Well, you've been to CES. Mm-hmm. There's there's a series of like contests that go on at CES, and you know at E3 it's always like who can have the loudest booth and, and like physically damage the people surrounding E3 them. Great. <laughs> uh, with CES, there's there's like the TV contest. So for a long time, it was who can make the biggest flat screen. So we ended up seeing like 140 inch plasma flat screens that you know when they sold four of them that year, one of them went to Kevin Smith's house. It was like a you know. Hundred and sixty thousand dollars or like that. Yeah, you put a dryer like, plug in. Yeah, yeah. It's like a you know the thousand thing? bucks a month around that thing. Wait, wait, we're going to hear yes. what this year's competitive thing is. Before yeah, you. so it, you know, I, do, I don't know the thing though. It, it used to be <laughs> really the thing. Give me a moment. Exciting and fun, and now it's iPhone cases and fitness trackers and Fitbit. People love that wearable shit. The Fitbit. That's, <laughs> That's their slogan. slogan. Yeah. yeah, Fitbit. People love that wearable <laughs> shit. Anyway. Yeah, but it's just boring. It's just it's all accessories for accessories because smartphones have made all that stuff. Kind what of about obsolete. like 3D curved TVs? No, that's that deliver 4K. Oh, I'm gonna stab you. That stuff's super dumb. What about foldable TVs that you could wear like a sweater? I wish. Now that would be awesome. I'd be. I thought that was real. What do you mean? No. I wish. I thought that was just like poof. TVs it's true. That you can fly like a kite. I, that would be good too. Like have a flag that you can change your 
What about someone else's face that you can wear over your face so no one knows who you are? You and mean like a Mission Impossible? Like where they don't work very well? No, or like, like a real a, face. Like a Scanner Darkly kind of face. Like, face. like what if you murder <laughs> someone at CES and take their face? So like that's if I really cut Chris's technology. face off and put it's it over my face, that's that what you're talking about? Technology. I think that'd be more impressive than what a 3D challenging challenging TV. Like yes. yes. Hopefully we're stereo separating Chris and Sean into the left channel. Hi, left channel. Hello. Driver's side of the car. you just said, like... Remind, so you were just saying now it's like people hawking iPhone cases and, and you know accessories for accessories sake blah 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 that when I, I think about that and I can very easily extrapolate out to that future from the CES that I know which t- to me as someone who isn't as much into like technological devices and, and so obviously it's like your jam which is great but like you know, it's it's not as much my like area of focus. You know, with yeah. this video game thing, your jam, um, if you will, not as much my jam. Uh, oh, you could have said that was his joint. Alternately, joint. you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, I CES kind of always felt like that a little bit. Um, I would walk around. I would walk through the halls, and it was this like sort of almost desert-like, just enormous sprawl. You know, where it's huge. It's yeah. just, and there's multiple locations. Of it, I, I'd probably stole that way. Um, There's five convention halls, oh, and one that's a double decker and is yeah. the size of all of E3 plus some. Yeah, each floor, like, you feel it's like, a nightmare. You feel like you're subsumed by this thing, and like every, you know, it's crazy. And it actually reminds me of the. It puts me in the mind of what I, <laughs> of what's hard for me to take about Vegas, just generally, you know, which is you get to your hotel or whatever, and you walk through the casino floor, and it you just see these people who are like. Quite often, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I said, what do you mean, these people? Well, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, these obviously, uh, obviously, there's like uh, there's obviously a huge range of people in in Vegas. Yeah, but the thing I'm 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 thinking of particularly is people who you can tell have been doing this for decades and oh, decades right, right, and decades, right. and it's just chunk 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 down the fucking one arm bandit just for forever. And it's like I, it it makes me so instantly depressed. I just can't take it. And that's like how I. It's like to me appropriate that CES is in Vegas because. I walk through those halls and that's how it feels to me. It's like one more year of this weird marginal company like hawking some goofy like peripheral or some, you know, like rev of some accessory they sell to a thing. And it's it is so hard for me to not just just want to like well, collapse. Do you so, find diamonds in the rough? Yeah. So, so there I'm are. Sure uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, stuff I'm curious about. The thing that happened is over the last probably five since since Steve Jobs kind of made Apple since the iPhone and you know that iPhone keynote was a big thing. And then all the other tech companies started trying to knock off Apple keynotes with varying levels of success, which we've all laughed about at different times. And, it was yeah. so bad for Michael Bay, by the way. That, fucking that was horrible. Me. I couldn't even... Were Why? you there? You no, I, Norm was in that one. I was in okay, the other so one. Do you, I do you know what? I, I had like I that bad, like hyper empathy thing where you yeah. watch somebody be like, Gah. and I was like, no, 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 no. And I, it was like watching it's, a horror it film It sucks for, me. for him, but like... No, it was just right. like his, it was like his, his if I was cleared. doing it. You, it was like his You if, can't imagine yourself me. in that situation and having that happen to you? I can't. It's it would the, still be shitty for me, but I'm not going to feel sorry for Michael Bay. No, it's just... That's such a human thing. It's like all the money in the world. There could, he could have gotten paid $50 million for five minutes of his no, time. Yeah. But there's plenty of humans in his position who'd be able to say a few sentences in that Right. But well, fucking up, because I have fucked up publicly yeah. in public speaking sure. in front of a lot of people and you just sit there and you just be like, oh shit, I'm we having a meltdown. Should, we yeah. should give some context for this. Yeah. yeah. So Michael Bay had a... Um, Samsung trotted out a whole bunch of celebrities like chefs and f- notable people to talk about their pro- like their kitchen stuff 
And then they had Michael Bay come out to talk about the curved TVs. Right. He, he is all about immersion. And he looks to the teleprompter and begins to speak. And then there was a prompter error. He says the font is wrong or something like that. <laughs> and says, but I'm good. I, I'm going to push through. Yeah, I thought it was like maybe they did Futura instead of Helvetica. <laughs> you know, I don't know. What, what? is this aerial shit? Yeah, no Helvetica. No, you motherfuckers. It sounded from the website like someone missed their line and then the teleprompter guy just scrolled so far ahead right. that there was yeah. basically I think, nothing left on the screen. Yeah, the, the, or worse, the wrong words were up or something. The, the thing that anyway. people... Like, it seems like probably what happened is he crashed into the Samsung CEO's line. Right. And then, like, the, everything was messed up. And so he said he was going to push on and then didn't push on very well. And then was just like, fuck it, I'm out, dropped yeah. the mic, turned and walked off the stage. And it was like a really yeah, uncomfortable salt. Like fundamentally different I know, people we are. That. That's why I It's like talking about it right now. News. Like, I have, I can, like, I'm definitely up to, like, 85 so or 80. Yeah, it's different. It's, so, different. it's so different. I felt so bad. I felt bad for him. Like it's it's the, ki- it's the kind of thing that could happen on the right, but on the in the news, it's you and your crew in the camera every night. So there's sort of a mental barrier between the audience, but standing in front of all those people and just being like, oh no, like it's like my heart rate went up thinking about it. That yeah. happened to me. Oh. That happened to me three times during my NYU practice talk. Yeah, and I watched it happen. Yeah. I'm like, well, like, I gotta help this fucking guy shit. out. <laughs> Hold on. And then in classic Thoughts. Jake, exactly, in classic Jake, Jake like yeah, fashion, I was more. like, "So what Jake really means?" Like, no, 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 no. Uh, okay, we're just <laughs> gonna stand here in front of these there, grad right? students, I mean, I brother. That, like, he got there. He got there. Yeah, Go to Vimeo.com and look for NYU practice if you're really curious. You didn't just walk away. Were I at CES, I would have left, and I would have made a. Um, <laughs> here's the actual test of, of this because right. we're t- we're still talking about this, but um, Bennett Foddy uh, on Twitter. The guy who made Quop. The guy who made Quop. Who during the monster. Olympics just only posted to Twitter when someone was on TV crying. <laughs> when the Michael Bay meltdown happened, he just was like, oh my God, I feel so bad for Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, I literally, so, that's over the line. Yeah. 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 I never thought I'd feel bad for Michael Bay, but the difference between him and those guys. It was Body. If it was Doug Wilson, I apologize to everyone in the world. Wrong sports friends guy, but I think it was Bennett Body. Anyway, sorry. Horrible, horrible travesty. Well, Doug Wilson's well, like a nice I know, guy. I know, I <laughs> know. Take Bennett that, Bennett Body. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, he's kind of an asshole. He's great, though. He, right? I mean, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking. No, what? what I don't mean you? that like as an insult to him. That guy's <laughs> that guy's amazing. I would say he's like a gadget. What? <laughs> I'm perfectly happy to call people I like assholes in the proper spirit. I'm not going to apologize for that. All right, fuck it. You're a real asshole, Chris. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We're all assholes here. <laughs> But you felt bad for talking you about felt bad for Mr. Bay. Yeah, man, he was <laughs> he's not Bay. a newscaster. He's not a newscaster. I mean, he, sure, I paid full price to watch all three Transformers movies in the theater, possibly even on opening night because I don't learn lessons well, well at all. But yeah, no, it's not as bad. They almost got me with that moon one. I was so you have no idea how fucking bummed. I, so I you seen, and I both were. I haven't seen any. Were, were we in the same theater? I no, we were seeing we the Transformer movies, but I remember sitting there when that like oh, we were moon. Yeah, we were we were sitting next to each other. When that like moon one came up, and I remember looking over for thirteen you and being minutes. Like, oh my Apo- god! Apollo Eleven was out of radio contact, yeah. and you're like, "Yeah, I'm like, oh, right, this is shit." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was a fucking Transformers movie. Are you shitting me? Well, it could have yeah. been worse. It could have been Apollo eighteen. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why it could have been. I I didn't see that movie, so I don't know how okay. much worse can get that was, I don't want yeah. to see the movie. <laughs> it's pretty bad. The thing about Transformers, the the last one that's amazing was that the moon one. Or, yeah, I think that was the moon okay. one. Is that all of the big fight sequences that always happen in dark, usually with CG action movies, they're all fully lit. So it's this amazing oh, lighting like job. Hmm? Like the moon is. Yeah, no, it's not, they don't ever fight on the moon. 
Oh. I'm sorry. This big spoil big spoilers <laughs> I didn't see it. on Transformers didn't, three didn't, here. Didn't see the film. Um yeah, you should watch that. If you bought a Nexus seven, you mm. got it for free. I was given this a Nexus more 7. trivia. Okay. Were you really? You have one for free. Oh, then, is that probably. the thing we got from the thing? Yeah. Okay. The original one. Not the second one. I don't know. Okay. That. Anyway. So CES. So what are the diamonds in the rough? You go there. Oculus. So Oculus okay. oh, has been. One. Yeah, we saw the new one. Oh, the yeah. diamond in the rough because it's the gem don't, themed. Don't, uh, okay. What's the new it's Oculus brought called? Brought to you by oh, Crystal Cove. Okay. Yeah, oh. the Crystal Cove, the diamond in the rough. Oh, wow. Did they explain that, their, that name? Yeah, they did do code names. Based on but things. that one also has like the little faceted. They pulled names out of. Ha- I, we didn't ask Wait, so why. What did, so actually, don't know much. By the way, about. norms uh, like in depth on that. Mm-hmm. The video that we did. Yeah. Wait, so well, really I was great. in the background of that. I, I saw you yeah, sitting there staring into the rift. You can't see this because we're on an audio. For people yeah. who have no idea what you're talking about. What yeah, you no, talking I really about? actually don't know <laughs> okay. what you're talking about. But probably some of our readers also don't. So Oculus is a company that makes virtual reality headsets. Yeah, that part. That part. Yeah, we got that. They employ. They're employing John Carmack these days. Yes. And for the first time, like you guys have been, you've been doing this for a long time. I saw a lot of bad shutter glasses and like 3D virtual reality stuff that didn't work at all mm-hmm. for a long time. Sure. This is the first thing I've seen in 20 years that actually was good. Like the, re- the, the, the regular the, Oculus the, Rift the already. One that was the Kickstarter yeah, a yeah. year we and a half ago. So since they released that, since they finished shipping that, they've done a series of prototypes. They did one at E3 last year, I guess, that was a 1080p screen. Yeah, we got to use that so, one a few, a couple months ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, right. They did it the bar thing. At, no, that was no, the... Was there was the, a summit called the Gaming, summit called the Gaming okay. Insider Summit yeah. that we attended, and they had that there. Okay, so the 1080p kit was really... like The improvement in visual resolution was really nice, but it still was kind of a low-latency screen, so there was a little bit of blurring when you moved your head, um, and it didn't have the new the tracking. It didn't have the positional tracking as well as the the orientation stuff that that they do in the normal in the newer units. So this one, this Crystal Cove prototype had both a higher resolution, I think it's a 1080p screen, mm-hmm. uh, but it's an OLED screen. So what that means is that it's a different it's just a different type of screen. Um, whereas like the panel in your iMac or most monitors is a is a IPS screen, which means there's a screen in front of a light and that screen that's in front of it filters out the white light that comes through from behind it. The OLED screen, the pixels are self-illuminating. So what that means is that they they just turn on and off. Um, and if they're off, then there's nothing coming from them. They're totally black. If they're on, then just the color you want to come comes from them. The, the reason they do this is that the pixel switching time on that is much, much faster. Mm-hmm. So they can do this stuff um, where they strobe. It gets really technical. You should, we have a video that, that where Nate, who's their CTO, I think, explains it really well. Um, but basically what they do is they strobe. So when you, when you have that, that those goggles on your head and it has the motion tracking, you turn your head. If you're running a 60 frame per second game, anytime you move your head, the time between frames, you're getting the wrong data. So like if you move your head to the right, then you break that down into 60 Hertz chunks and, on an IPS you're screen, at least a frame behind, right? Yeah. Well, you're, it's not that you're a frame behind; it's that you're getting the, the wrong information for a split second as you turn your head, which is not what you get oh, right, when you right. turn your it, eyes. It, like it knows your head's moving left to right, but right. there is like it's, fuzzy math happening because it can't know exactly where your eyes are. Right, because right. the frame doesn't re-render more than sixty times a second. Exactly. So what they're doing is they've they've both increased the refresh rate dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't say how much, but it seemed like it was faster. Like it was, it seemed noticeably faster than 60 hertz. But they're also turning off the pixels after the initial display. So when you move your head, the pixels turn off, and then they don't turn on again until oh, the, the next correct screen yeah, right. comes up. 
So there's um, no mushiness? So there's no, you know how when you move the, the dev kit and you see the trails, like it's like a drug yeah, movie yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. driving and you're, you're fucked up on heroin? There's none of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed I referenced a movie, not, you know. Yeah. I was going to um, say PCP. Yeah, but that works too. I think yeah. it's a little, I think it's more jittery frames though, if I, you know, if I remember my movies correctly. <laughs> if I remember Training Day. Yeah. Really? That's a, that's a PCP movie? Yeah. Yeah. You want to know why? No, it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm going to so, tell you the scenes for the second not movie. good radio it's a spoiler yeah. podcast after this one. Um, no, so so the, and then they also did positional tracking. So um, you, with the current dev kit, if you tilt your head forward, it doesn't know, or if you lean forward, the Oculus has no way of knowing that you've moved your head in, know, like, on, the across the planes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like they, there's some games that cheat. TF2 does a pretty good job modeling how your neck works, so they know that if you're looking down, you probably tilted your head forward, and at the same time as you were looking down. Um, but for the most part, it doesn't work well, and that's one of the things that makes people nauseous. So, mm-hmm. so uh, the new one has a camera. All those little sparkly things on the front are infrared LEDs, like a Kinect. Like, um, yeah, kind of like a well, more more, more like a, more, no, like, more like like a Wii like mode a, actually, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. or a PlayStation or move. a Move. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but they're spread all along the outside cowl of it, so they're on like top sides, bottom, maybe bottom, at least top sides and front. So you can. So the upshot is, I was playing that Eve Valkyrie game, which is the space mm-hmm. dogfighting game set in Eve in the Eve universe. Yeah, we saw a trailer for it, but we didn't actually see it. Yeah, and I was able to do like full-on Top Gun, Battlestar Galactica business, where I was like turning my head around, leaning out around the back of the cockpit to see more or less everything above the wings, and and you know I had a full canopy, I could track fighters, and it was amazing. It was really really good. Um, I don't really get motion sick from the VR stuff. Um, so I don't know how that impacted. Norm used it for like 10 minutes and was fine. He usually gets sick. Um, so, I mean, it seems really good. It's still just a prototype. They still don't have any kind of announcement for when they're going to ship consumer hardware that people can buy. I would assume, based on what they were saying, that they're going to have announcements maybe at Steam Dev Days this week. Cool. And then E3 and GDC. You're going to Steam Dev Days, right? This guy knows his fucking gadgets. Thanks, so much smarter about that than we are about this guy knows his gadgets. Think like, son of a bitch. No, no, it's just <laughs> you it's just a completely different set of lingo, man. Yeah, I guess you guys talk about Nels something and you know all these. I have no idea what you're talking about most of the time. It's just Shit. different <laughs> lingos. Um, so yeah, but like it's funny because that Eve game looks interesting to me. But which way? Which one? It's called Eve. What is, is it? A Valkyrie. Dust, dust I think. Valkyrie? Or oh, I don't Basically, know. you're a ship in the Eve universe. It's I mean, called Eve. Something that had VR in the logo that then split out to be the whole words. It was probably Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. It was. It is Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like a Kojima style. Yeah. Bullshit. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's something that they started as like twenty percent time is what yeah. we were like two two or three. But that seems like the perfect situation it. for VR because your ship you is moving one direction. So, like, as your head moves, yeah. you well, thematically yeah. don't believe right. that I should move where my head is going because we all space, know how spaceships yeah. ostensibly work. space work. is a great use case for the Oculus for sure. Right. Like, we – I think I mentioned this more like a race car ago, awesome. Virtual like, cockpits. Anything, yeah, anything where yeah. you're driving a vehicle. At Double Fine, we uh, – I'm, I'm sure I mentioned this months ago. But at Double Fine, we did this, like, little Oculus jam a while back when all the dev kits started going out. And uh, one of the games was just, like, you're zipping around with, like, a grappling hook in just fully 3D – environment like there was gravity but but you can you know grab onto hooks 40 feet above you and like zip up to them and you were going in just all 360 dimensions and or degrees uh and it it just felt awesome like to be able to it it was totally at home with the way that you sort of experience an oculus game Mm -hmm. 
And I can imagine, I mean, in a spaceship, you, I would imagine it'd feel very similar. It was, it was really good. Um, have you guys played Lunar Flight with, with your dev kits? It's one of the better <laughs> Oculus, like, real games that I've played. Um, and it's just like a LEM, like the Apollo era LEM mm-hmm. simulator. It's, it's, there's guns and stuff, so it's not, it's not. <laughs> it's like the LEM, but, you know, with, but with missiles. Guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can, you kind of are in a virtual cockpit and you can control that. And it's a really good, like, it's the best virtual cockpit experience I've had cool. in the Oculus, even the dev kits. Yeah. Um, but the higher resolution means you can, like, read text and see all the stuff that normally doesn't. Like, yeah. if you played Euro Truck Sim, as I know everybody has, you can't see any of the panel. You can't see anything on the panels. That uh, makes it hard know. to be a good trucker. It makes it if you can't follow yeah. the GPS line. It's sort of like problems. you're actually role playing as like an aging trucker who's bl- going blind, <laughs> yeah, but well, doesn't want to like can't sure. afford to get glasses yeah, 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 or something because yeah, yeah. like admit his trucking company won't. Well, actually, aging? no, he's European though, so he's on fucking socialized medicine. So no. Oh right, he can just stop I working have whatever. A very yeah. specific question about the one that they had at CES. Yes, Jake. Does it are they sh- is the intention that there's a specific camera that comes with it, or are they hoping that they're that just the webcam that you already have affixed to the top of your computer will do it, or is it because it needs to pick up? Uh, IRs, they they can't. So it looked like right now, um, IR is not a problem because all cameras will. They just right. have to not have the filter on it. Right. Um, my assumption is they'll probably ship a camera if they like. They may not even do the camera infrared LED thing um, mm. with the, the final that's final just the one. They this is now. just what they were showing. Okay. And and the other nice thing about the infrared LED thing is it gives them a second point of data. So that they're not dependent entirely on accelerometers and gyroscopes. Right. So they can kind of like use both of those things together. And yeah, but I, I don't like what they were shipping, what they were showing us. They said like they may not use an OLED. They may not use the infrared camera and the, and they were, they're very it's non-committal. Like, this is the model we brought to you today. Yeah. Thanks, it's like a sir. fascinating company. I can't really think of another company that's been like this ever. When, um, when it comes to, especially with games, like the startup just we have this piece of technology. We're From going to keep showing it at every show. Like sell some dev kits on the side. Like, oh sure, you sure. don't really know when the market's well, going to emerge. There is stuff like know? that. There's a lot of stuff like that. There's that has just never collected critical right. mass. There's, yeah, there's not like, like there's a lot of companies like that this. are try, that try right. like that with like input devices and so on. Space but they've orb. just never managed. Yeah, you always to, see like, those when you go to like GDC or right, table exactly. of a thing like, hall yeah, yeah. and like and CES for that matter. Like yeah. Yeah. The, actually that kind of thing is, is like very much part of what I was that like wasteland feeling I was describing before is like yeah. all the versions of like that company that have not managed to actually pick up. So they're just kind of there being like please Please hey try man, my thing. Are it's you a, a potential world. investor? It's yeah. revolutionary. <laughs> it will revolutionize it. Like, and you're oh. well. I mean, in the, but the other thing about Oculus, it's weird. Is it, like if you're looking at games with a what twelve to three twelve month to three year development cycle, and they announce this and ship dev kits what last year, mm-hmm. then you know how long. Like they have to maintain hype for a really long oh, time yeah. well, that's before a, that's games sort of come what I'm out. Talking about. That's a big, like, no, yeah. that's a when big, do you kind of say absolutely. like we want to? That's why game, you know. that's why video game peripherals of any kind that aren't explicitly supported by a major platform holder just almost always fail. Because yeah. how do you like keep up interest for that long and get? You know, Valve is always trying. Valve is always trying to like help these companies like, like the that. Novin you know, like the Novin Falcon oh, and like God. the I don't know from some that Hydra thing maybe like Valve goes out of their way but no one else cares and so you know it does feel like Oculus I bet Valve will care less that, now that they have their own controller too I think that they you know. yeah right that's, that's well, probably true I mean but yeah, well the, Valve has also like made a very like clear non-bet on VR considering they let all their VR people go no they're well, still, super, still, they're still super into it you think yeah, yeah for sure okay. if you look at the Steam Dev days. I'm going to the Steve Dev. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like, there's a bunch of VR stuff. shit. We one of us was going to go, but yeah, I think we'll stay back and make a video again. Yeah. And it's all. I mean, and you look at like TF2. Yeah. 
Like their their TF2 implementation is the best in a shipping game right. for the for the Oculus stuff. Yeah. I know Ollie's really big on Minecraft and the Oculus because it's mm-hmm. sort of like it seems like I haven't done that, but it I seems tried like that. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, yes, that's pretty much it. Like, there was I saw a picture of you eating 3D printed candy that a robot made for you. I, well, I was going to save that for robot news. We can talk about it now. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I mean, it's spoilers, intro, man. The thing about our podcast is there's, there's no, no set format. Schedules. No okay. set format. So robot news. Oh, so robot news starts now. This is how they fucking do it. They start fucking feeding you candy from another robot, <laughs> so you fucking think they're cool. Yep. Yep. Hey. Hey robots! How's your insides feeling? Covered in poison, probably. No, no, no. Yeah. Little, covered, little more sour. Like cyanide candy. Am I right? I would have been dead by now if it's. You don't know. What if, what if I have nanomachines growing slow, inside me right release. now? Yeah. What if you yeah. shoot me and nothing happens? The hole grows back. Yeah. Just the gear flies out. Yeah. You're either in a German so yeah, first-person shooter. Do you have proof or... that the candy <laughs> did not just contain? 3D, small robot. 3D printed components that would yeah. then build a small robot inside Nanos, of you that would become you. I, I feel pretty good about that. I think I would have had a little bit more indigestion than the normal that's Vegas what, that's related stuff. That's what the robot would say. That's what the robot would say. Yeah, and at some point I'm just going to open my mouth and go <laughs> <laughs> and point and across the room. Be, robot yeah. bees will come out right of Right now there's invisible <laughs> robots in the air all around us. Yeah. All of a sudden, so you the microphone just smells like Big Dog. You literally ate candy from a stranger. Uh, I, I, I eat a lot of stuff from. We get a lot of weird reader mail, so I eat stuff all the time from from strangers. But, but, oh, what is this. it with like whiskey media associated like fucking shit that people just send you garbage in the mail? I, it's not garbage. Sometimes we get things stuff. in the mail. Yeah, you guys we get mail. Right? Books, we books get and candy. Ropes for some primarily. Reason, sometimes. By the way, if you ever want to send us something, our address has changed. Oh, our address has changed. It's so, on our website. Yeah. It's on idlethumbs.com slash wizard. Idlethumbs.net slash about. Nothing. So, Candy. Yeah, so 3D <laughs> Systems, which is... Let's get back to the matter at hand. The <laughs> evil 3D printing well, you said company. it's evil? Sorry. They're, the, they're evil? the patent holders. So they own all the patents for fused deposition. Did you say evil? They're evil. Okay. Well, they, they're, cause they're, they're a little bit evil. Folks. Sure. No, I believe you. I, yeah. A robotics company is evil? I mean, clearly, that's one at least several of them. Uh, we got. So. Can we talk about Nest and robotics? And, oh, and yeah, that's coming. Okay. But um, let's get back to this candy. So, okay. So it's a printer. You know how 3D printers work, right? Yeah, like it's, make layers, essentially. Yeah, yeah it's a, it makes a layer, it goes down, makes another layer. It's like the fifth yes. element. Kind of, except for not with a girl. Yet. Um, so... Wait till the end of the story. When <laughs> <laughs> the girl comes and, and then, a, then the somebody j- jumps out of my chest, oh, and all of a sudden, yeah. we're like, oh, different movie, but okay. <laughs> Surprise! Um, the, the 3D systems printer is work by putting the build platform up at the top, and instead of raising, lowering down and putting more layers on top... It actually, the thing you're printing sinks down into like a bed of the material. So it's like a big tub full of, in the old days, it was this stuff that looks like those sandstone action figures or um, little plastic pellets or something like that. Now it is cocoa powder and um, sugar, like a mixture of cocoa powder and sugar. And then they inkjet water or sugar water or um, food coloring or flavors onto that bed, lower it down, make another. So basically they can 3D print crazy candy and like cake toppers and stuff like that yeah. that are improb- very improbable or maybe impossible to cast shapes. I don't know how much you can cast chocolate. Right. It, it, um, they had two flavors, I think, that they were showing us. Norm tasted the uh, sugar, like sour apple one. And it was, the one that he had was like two, uh, they're like cubes. They're like just the edges of cubes, but they were printed at the same time. So they were interlocking in mm-hmm. a way that is impossible to make without 3D printing. Right. Um, and he said it tasted okay. Like it was sour. You know what's funny? Yeah. Is like we're such animals mm-hmm. that 
that is effectively a miracle. Yeah. Like that robot making that right. thing yeah, is, yeah. A, is a modern right. miracle. Like, it's like, we're fine so robot. It's fucking, like fucking far. It's like Star from, Trek. It's yeah, a we're so <laughs> fucking... Well, like, had you... Like how long... Like it was five fucking minutes ago that like some guys jumped off a boat and said, this is a decent country. Let's see what this is about. And now we've got this crazy robot machine printing us edibles and the entire review is... Eh. It's like, well, if it doesn't taste good, <laughs> fuck it. Like, but if a candy-making like, robot Christ, doesn't taste good... That piece of candy. It's like, eh. So, yeah, candy-making robot <laughs> makes mediocre candy is <laughs> fair. <laughs> it had one job to do, which was to make you candy. I know. The chocolate... It's, just like, it's the uncanny valley of candy. It's the, so funny to me. Yeah. The chocolate was a little bit better. <laughs> but we, except that... We all, candy valley? Except that yeah. our... We, I the, saw your face. The last, candy valley, wow. The last six months, though, of robot news also means that... You know, I'm not really, going to be too easy on the robots for making shitty candy because we know it's really coming. Exactly, right? If you say, man, you know, robot, I didn't about. really like that. Front. I don't like anything about this. But just, no. just to Fuck be that candy. Yeah. Just to be clear, somebody on Twitter that robot. pointed out, "What oh, is destroyed it? You're <laughs> 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 killing robots now. <laughs> doing you a favor, <laughs> monsters. <laughs> what did the robots <laughs> ever do to you yet, Sean? This fucking office space, that robot. Yeah. Hey, man, you're either with us or you're solidarity, man. I'm going to the porn convention. <laughs> they got some no robots there yet. Um, somebody on Twitter, you know, full of buzz skills and killjoys, said every piece of candy I've ever had has probably been made by a robot. That is actually probably yeah. true. Yeah, Not unless I mean, so it's bespoke robot-made unless, unless you're in Portland. Yeah, that's all. Right. That's all. Yeah, you're paying three dollars per, and has a little painted <clears throat> Monet on the top. Yeah, it's classy candy. Yeah, you can you can tell the robot, robot, I don't really like the taste of this candy, and it'll say, "You will." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dark portents. Wow. Um, you guys always miss the scariest thing about robot robot news, though. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, the scariest the scariest thing about robot Did news we? isn't the one only Boston Robotics. Bo- what is it, Boston Dynamics? But those are the funniest ones. Those are the funniest. The scariest <laughs> thing is that there's like a thousand Google cars driving around, and those things are unstoppable killing machines. But that's why the yeah, <laughs> that's yeah why but they're everywhere. You're gonna look over. They're and all around be us. A fucking pet man in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I take him. Like the cars will just crush us all against the walls. It's true that the, the most bloody benign, the most benign ones are like the yeah. Oh, that's just a Prius. That one can drive into my house. Right. I'm yeah. on the first floor. Cars when a person is inside of them are capable of just running you over and killing you. Yeah. Right. Also, oh. cars without persons inside of them could just. It's really yeah. funny yeah. you mention that. Like I was on the 580 on my motorcycle and I was yeah. going and I was keeping perfect pace with this car next to me and I look yeah. over and there's just nobody in the driver's seat. What? And I'm on my motorcycle. Really? Okay. Let's just let's just let's just. Just not do anything stupid. You're on the fucking Bay Bridge. <laughs> and I look what over again, and then this there's is just a dork in the back seat, like a Google guy, just being like on his computer. Jesus. Just like, dip, 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 dip. I thought they had to stay in the driver's seat. No, there was that fucking, fucking nobody in the fucking driver's seat. I swear to you. See, that, that is a terrifying nobody. robot well, news. especially because I'm like on this death machine, and get, yeah. like, a, like yeah. the bridge can go <clears throat> and what throw me What if that robot the gets an idea? <laughs> What if I, even I didn't worse really than that? What if I was like, I literally thought I'm like, should I speed up? I'm like, I don't want to scare the robot. God, you know what you should have. You know what you should have. You know you should have done. Because I was like down You should have started honking like crazy and pointing at Jezreel as if you were like warning the guy that there was no driver in his car. <laughs> hey, buddy! Hey, hey! You lost your, your guy. guy! Your guy's There's gone. What no in there? Your car's being driven by a ghost. <laughs> your guy's gone. Your guy's gone. <laughs> You're in the back seat of your car. <laughs> Do you think it's those steering wheel back there, guy? Do you think he's supposed to be driving? And he's like, 
hey, man, fuck this. I'm just going to tilt the seat back, crawl in the back seat, and mess with I mean, some that's people. that's the same thing. That's the one thing I like about the self-driving cars. There's so much shit I would just be doing in the back seat all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd well, love it. public transportation. Yeah. Mm. It is... <laughs> <laughs> they're called bus drivers and they're hard-working good people they're well, yeah, not, that's not a robot that's a man I didn't or a say lady it was a fucking robot today uh, in the year 2014 it is a person and not a robot I, I said i'm getting the benefit that you're talking about while employing a hard-working american if, i'm saying <laughs> wow yeah what no you're There's nothing no. incorrect about what i just said okay if you try to what? kill a robot car what do you shoot at do you just go for the tires is that the weak spot you can always still mad. What? No, you're right. You're right. I feel like you're if right. you shoot three gunshots from a handgun near the gas tank, the car will explode on at least the third you shot. You have to hit right on the cap. There's though. one thing I've yeah. learned, yeah. Watch a lethal weapon, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> you probably shoot out the tires. Yeah, go for the tires. Because they can go on rims. You go for the eyes. Well, the the LiDAR sensor on the top? Yeah. The same people that make my headphones make that thing. I felt bad when I realized that because I'm supporting the enemy. Hmm. We're all supporting the enemy right now. We're talking into a computer that's <laughs> just fucking learning our voices. Yeah. Apple yep. can't make robots. Yeah. They can barely make... Well, okay. There's Google on there, man. Okay. We're fucked. Okay. <laughs> There's everything on there. Apple yeah. does all that shit, too. Did you really want to talk about Nest being owned by Google? Yeah. Well, you know why they bought them? No. Well, nobody knows why they bought them. Really nobody ever says. <laughs> I had imagined that it was... For $3.2 I had imagined yeah. that it was so that when the robots invade your house, you can wave at your smart thermostat and it will not do anything but field more <laughs> I'm robots. I'm cool. on your team! <laughs> or just turn up the heat. Wait, what, <laughs> so we have to explain what Nest is. They're a computer company. They're not a computer company. They make um, a thermostat controller mm -hmm. that has an associated iPhone app. So it, it's a smart thermostat. It's a, yeah, it's intended it. to like and it can be on your Wi-Fi energy, so you can, but you can also turn your temperature but up and down. It's for your essentially phone. a robot that controls the temperature of your. Yes, right. I have one. And they I also know, courtesy now, of they Jake make um, a smoke. Do you like it? I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They also make as of this year a smoke and it CO2 detector. Yes. Which yeah. is supposed to like not beep when it runs out of batteries, and it is very polite about telling you if it's if it works well, and it also I think talks to the Nest to also manage home status. So the idea is that it, it actually is really cool if you want to spend a bunch of money on stuff. But now Google bought them for like three I'm billion. I'm totally dollars. cool not letting Google know if there's CO2 in my house or not. Well, the bad thing like, is now Google home will know not. why you're home. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they yeah. all have motion. Yeah, like the 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 smoke detector when you walk mm -hmm. underneath it and it's dark, why it puts a little light on. No. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's the whole point it's of like, it is so that yeah. when you, when you're if you're lulling us into like, complacency, it, it figures out just through movement in your house when you're at work, and then it stops you running a heater at the, nests. Then no, no, no. You, the implication one room. How does it know if you're somewhere else? I put it in the hallway. Usually, it's a, the yeah. thermostat is a place that's well trafficked anyway, okay. like, so it, it's pretty good at figuring it out. Like when lights do and don't turn off, like if it's just weird, nothing. And that now and Google it, knows that. It, yeah, its idea is that it knows sort of it figures out your routine and knows when to turn on before you come home, and then you can fiddle with it if you want, or it knows if you go on vacation because no one moves for yeah. two days. The intent is to save you money, but now the intent is to know when to or to not deploy. It is, um, it is incredibly weird how much shit Google just knows now. Google knows where I live and work, and I never told it that. It just knows through my patterns of using Google Transit. Like where well, and I where you log into Google from. Yeah, but but I'm saying I never <laughs> named those places home and work. Yeah, but it right. just, it just human behavior. Knows. I know, but that's yeah. fucked up. If you work nights, you'd be fine. So switch. <laughs> For a while. Uh, when they I'm come just, to carpet bomb just, Chris Remo's house, like, Double Fine's fucked. It's not just that, it's not <laughs> that one thing in and of itself is like the thing. It's just like those little things that I you just notice about what Google knows now. Just in aggregate? Or I had a friend crazy. who wrote this really prescient article like six years ago that was just like, privacy is over and you're going to have to get yeah, used to it. it is. And I, was, like, I remember like a bunch of friends were like, well, six years ago, what a crazy... 
But yeah, it was, okay. though. It was a different time. I mean, that's when the iPhone was basically new. Yeah. My wife and I had a conversation that was kind of sad last year where we were trying to decide whether Google knew us, the respective other, better than they did. We've been together for like 15 years. Google gave us a pretty good run for the money. Did you go to like yeah. a little ad preferences page that tells you all the things <laughs> no. that you're supposed to like? Oh, have you seen that? No, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. That. You can go there. I don't remember how to get there, but there's a page where you can go and it'll tell you what Google thinks it knows about you. Oh, God. I didn't and it is like, that. you think you're like 25 to 35 year old white male who lives here. You enjoy this, 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 and this because you've purchased things right. off yeah, of yeah. AdWords enabled sites and then it starts feeding you those ads. Yeah. It doesn't know. I mean, that page doesn't know your name, but obviously you're logged into your Google Plus But yeah, account, if they know so. your zip code and your gender and your age, then they know your name. Like, yeah. those are the three things you need to find, like, names to 95% certainty. Jesus. Yeah. It's good. We're fucked, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's fine. What? We're just all part of the hive. Just embrace your hive future. The nest. I'm yeah. going full sheep on this one. I'm just going <laughs> to... Just embrace Putting it. Putting the glasses Fuck on. It. the warm embrace. I'm so what you don't know is robot, the robot's warm embrace. I got so much other shit to do. The glasses like, that you just put on were Google Glass. <laughs> we we <laughs> should twist. The robots all see with infrared. As long as we get a bunch of crazy infrared strobes and put them everywhere, they'll be blind. That's okay. the future I'm living in. This is why we have you on. What if they get yeah. strobe-canceling strobes? Shit. Well, then we're <laughs> fucked. If they go ultraviolet, we're totally boned. It's all over. Yeah. Writing this down? Could you have two strobe lights that were synchronized so perfectly that the room just appeared to be fully light? That would be so janky. Yeah. Yes. Be gross. We should we probably need like 10, though, because they go yeah, for real. Yeah, get your fucking buddies yeah. to This is what we need that. to do. Yeah. <laughs> Can we... I, I, so this isn't going to be very good. This isn't going to be good TV, but... <laughs> yeah. We're in the pitch meeting. It's so. just a lot There's of no typing. bad ideas in here, so... Yeah. <laughs> this is a room of no judgment. Um, yeah, so CES isn't all garbage. There's some good stuff there. But it, the ratio is real bad. We're still talking about CES. I just wanted to wrap back around. Yeah, I realized I was put, pretty he's, down on CES. He's put a bow on that. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's, it could be In worse. In contrast to robots, CES isn't all bad. I like robots. Robots make my Snickers bar. Except I don't really like Snickers bars. So I don't know why I used that as an example, except for it was the first candy. I like Snickers bars. Potentially made by yeah. robots that jumped to mind. Snickers, the first candy. I think like Milky Way is superior to Snickers. There's no peanuts. <laughs> As the robots know. I didn't used to like the peanuts, but now I do. Hmm. All right, so you guys want to take a break? <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Video games. No, there's Risk, Risk of Rain, Rain Samurai Gun. And there's uh, Samurai Gun. Played Samurai Gun. And Letters from White I'm not going to talk about that because I don't have anything. I have no way to, like, it's one of those game, board games that's so maybe so can, fucking fun. Maybe but, we can get Ollie on next week as he played it with you. And you guys yeah, if you don't have a na- if you don't have a story, maybe we can get Nick Brecken on next week. Have you played Clips? <laughs> Video game. You're loving it. Wow, really? I am. The hot side is hot and the cold side's cold. Yes. Is that wow. A, talking, what are you talking what? about? Deep cuts. That was like McBLT or that whatever. Was McDLT. DLT. Excuse me. George Costanza. Fucking Two, Alexander. Oh wow, that was Costanza, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. My what? mom used to order that all the time. For the six months that it was available? Yes. I really hope it gets cut on me saying, and we're back, and then you saying my mom used to order that That was like, that's my first memory of McDonald's, is my mom ordering a McDLT every time we went to McDonald's for that six-month period. Why did you even call it What is a McDLT? Because it's McDonald's. Lettuce and tomato. It's Wait, McD's LT. LT? Yeah. The, that's terrible. The whole selling point of the sandwich was that the cold stuff is on one side. Where it's insulated from the hot stuff, which is on the other side. But they still touch each other. No. Only no, when you assemble it. Yeah. It, it has. It was a four-panel 
The box. idea was a McDonald's hamburger that doesn't sit in the heat lamp because only uh, half of it sits in the heat lamp. Yeah. Oh, oh they didn't really put that in oh, the ads so much. Hot, the cold side's cold. Yeah. So the lettuce and tomatoes are still crisp oh, and fresh. Good. It was the it was like the the baby boomers arch deluxe. Yeah, I don't know that. Well, they were kind of trying. It was they were also trying to whopper it up because they were feeling competition from the king at that point. I think who isn't? Yeah, because you this know at that point is now at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Mr. Nonsequitur. We can get snuffed out by the king pretty quickly. I think. I'm, a, I'm afraid of the king. Who's the king in this? The Burger metaphor. King. The Sneak King. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the actual king. The, uh, the Burger King is going to exact his terrible revenge on Idle Thumbs. He might. I don't think Burger he King has a nice mask very well that's at this true. point. Yeah. He has the, steak, what? I don't think Burger King is doing very well at this point. Really? Are they not? Mm. I don't know. They have it. the best soft serve ice cream. They also have the best packaging design. Why is that? What has happened? <laughs> Just Idle Thumbs Design Podcast. Will Smith, I'm never going to forgive you for Sorry, this. Sorry, I've, I've done horrible things. <laughs> and talk, we're back. No. Uh, can we talk about video games? Oh, video games. Uh, the things mm, we haven't mentioned yet. Wait. Oh, what? What? I was going to kind of talk about Burger King. Talking about Burger King. I'm gonna design? Packaging you. design? I will say one thing about Burger King Fine, packaging. Just go, just go. They redesigned all their stuff like five years ago, and the thing that they did that I thought was really novel was on the um, inside oh. of the fry packaging... They they printed a poker hand, which I imagine was so that when you and four friends were sitting around, you would have something to talk about <laughs> on, the, on the inside of your fries. Wow. Whoa. They, tr- they were that. trying really hard to do all sorts of weird stuff with fast food packaging, and you could just feel the one really energized fast food packaging guy. I was like, I got it. Game we're going to put a weird like social game inside of our <laughs> fucking Zimmerman fries. of this. Yeah. Eric Zimmerman, his grin explodes his face at the thought of that. It was removed. They kept those typefaces, though. They're still using them. If you get a royal flush, you get the your own only thing that's franchise. kind of a royal flush. Uh, uh, mm, that was not part of it. I bet it was. Someone pitched it, and then that graphic designer won out on that one. I'm sure you know. Probably that's the kind of thing they sneak in, and just nobody notices until it's too late to change. Except for Jake, video games, Rodkin. Hey, speaking of video games, let's talk about some. The Samurai Gun game is really good. Samurai Gun is really good. Correct. Mm. Like <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Very good. No, good. I fully good. agree with you. I, I played it with some other people in, in like a four, you know, four person. Yeah. Uh, we did that here on Friday night. Oh, nice. Like, nice. Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's uh, the thing I really like about it. So it's it's in the ilk of Nidhogg and Sports Friends games. Foiled. Yeah. Foiled where it's a local multiplayer thing where you're like running and jumping around on the same screen and uh, it's competitive and, uh, you know, it's unforgiving and very precise and the graphics are, are, you know, fairly stripped down and elemental. Um, and in this one, you run around and you have a sword, but you also have a gun. And the thing that's so brilliant about it, I think, is that your gun has, what, only three? Three yeah. shots. Three shots. Yeah, and that's it for the whole round until you die. Unless there's um, water in the level and you step like, in it, in until, until the round is over. Your gun until jams. Until the round is over. Really? Because yes. when you die, you're oh, just you dead. Get that. Yeah. 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 Um, so, wait, what? And you can't shoot when you're in the water. If you, just, oh, no, yeah. it's, not, it's not that you can't shoot if you're in the water. It's if your character jumps into the water, your gun jams, and you cannot use it ever again. So, so it's like, you, oh, really? It just goes, oh. it's like a you're just instantly out of musket. ammo. Yeah, yeah that's really you, cool. Yeah. Oh, anyway. fascinating. Um, I didn't catch that. Bonus strategy. It. I yeah. always felt like I was, yeah. I've never lived long enough to fire three shots, so it's not really much of a problem <laughs> for me. When you go on a run in that game... Oh. Yeah, it feels amazing. Like six, seven, eight, because it's it, about you get to ten, and it has the NBA Jam style situation. And your, car- your character just starts emitting uh, like blue glow behind them, so you also become a really notable target. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a really wonderful game. It's really good. It's on Steam. It's local multiplayer. It's really good. Uh-huh. It makes me wish that I was like living in a college dorm now, so that there were There's always so many games like that. Yeah. Man, I totally feel the same way. Yeah, I was like, I we were talking agree. about this the other uh-huh. night. I about, think about this in the context of being a kid as well. well we were we were yeah. talking about it in the 
we were saying if somebody put together what is essentially a meme cabinet with like 10 of these games on them and it was a quarter for like 20 minutes of play and they put it in a bar it would just be the fucking best thing ever way to get get that to dear mom yeah exactly um because there's not a real like that's one of the like samurai gun i would say is probably one of the best multiplayer games i've played in few years like it's in there top five like it's really really sensational it's just good. engaging Especially like, yeah but it doesn't yeah and pick up and play it yeah. doesn't you know because it's local local multiplayer only there's not really a place for it to live you know like in a big blockbuster way and i guess that's okay well, but yeah. it has all the it has all the things inside of it inherent like inside of its design and it's like packaged up contents to really be a great thing a great like yeah. popular thing um there's just how do you get that to people mm-hmm. well a dorm room is like exactly yeah, right you know yeah. like i mean when i was in school i'm older than you guys i think but when i was in school like there was the dude with the genesis and there was the guy with the snes and you know we would there, there would basically anytime you wanted to play a game of nhl 94 you could get a game of nhl 94 which was the four-player game of choice right. at that time given the technological constraints and the right. fact that indie gaming yeah. hadn't been invented yet and, you know, all the stuff that we love now. I see. I miss we're, that. We're like, yeah. I, I like that the game that you cite, man, it, it it encapsulates itself in an era which is probably frustrating to you immediately because that is the game played in Swingers and Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, that was the couch, that was the couch right. game. Yeah, like, Genesis we, NHL game. Yeah, because like, I think it was a... Uh, no, it's NHL 90, No, it's 90, 94, 95, yeah. 93. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, but the thing about it though is Blades of oh, Blades of Steel is what yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah, about. Yeah, that was Ness though. That was that's earlier. I thought that, that's what yeah. they're playing swingers. I could be Maybe I think I'd be playing the shitty NH, uh, the Nintendo hockey game that in, only had five. In people. one of those Kevin Smith movies or Swingers, in the when they were filming it, they were playing the old one, and then EA spent big bucks to have the next year's game be just digitally inserted over Gross. the TV. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember wow. which one of them it is. Must have been a Kevin Smith movie because the camera yeah. wouldn't have moved. Probably true. Uh, but but we played Doom. Like, we were playing Doom and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you had to go down to the LAN, and like outside of the school LAN, like, the computer lab context, you never had four computers in one room. Oh, yeah. Room. We, were in, we were of the college era where everybody was on T1 yeah, in their, in their rooms. Yeah. But we were, don't know we, how you could we, we were before it. indie games on Steam. Yeah. You know, so it was like, I played Warcraft 3 in college. So instead, it was like, everyone passing the one zip file of Quake around. It was me. Yeah. Yeah, we probably... But I, I really hope... Send us a, uh, an email at questions at idlethumbs.net if you're in a dorm room playing these games oh, with yeah. your buddies. That would yeah. be fucking cool to hear about. Yeah, sure. I want to know uh, yeah. what, that, what that situation's like. I hope it exists. Related to this kind of it game, must, uh, has to. Nidhogg came out today. I know. I'm oh, so really? I, yeah. People are playing on Steam. The, 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 the thing that's interesting about it. We live it. in a week where Nidhogg and Broken Age are both going to be played by people. Yeah, also, I think the Banner Saga comes out this week, too. It's so like, this is... This, both Broken Age and Banner Saga is like Kickstarter A-list coming home to roost this week apparently, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Man, but, uh, Jake showed me the opening like three, 15 seconds of Broken Age. I'm very excited to play this video oh, game. I can't yeah. remember Banner Saga. It's, oh, it's Banner Saga is the one that looks like uh, kind of like a Ralph Bashke cartoon. It's the, so the fantasy one with like the winter swept. Uh, oh, right, right, right. The guys it's like a turn-based okay. game. It's like a turn-based time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a turn-based, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. What I, was, I wanted to talk about Nidhogg for a sec because I read uh, on Venus Patrol... Brandon Boyer did an interview with uh, Mark Essen, the creator of Nidhogg, and one of the things that he was talking about... Yeah, he goes by Messhoff. One of the things he was talking about, uh, well, the entire interview was basically why the fuck did it take four years for Nidhogg to come out? And, I mean, it hasn't been the guy's full-time project, but part of it, as he said, 
I saw some people, you know, like he started to witness slightly higher level Nidhogg play and realized that the game had potential to actually be a really high level one versus one fighting game. But that was never going to happen unless he did a whole bunch of things to it. Because if it's a game that only ever is same screen, it's going to be just novices playing it at shows and friends playing against each other. So the Nidhogg that is on Steam now has single player against AI that he did. And it also has online multiplayer, which is, this is like one of the only games of this kind that actually bothered to do it. And like he brought Nidhogg to Evo and had fighting game players play it there and watched all of the stuff they did. And then has just been continuing to have people who are really into fighting games and the really tight nuance of fighting mechanics play this. And he said, basically he sees that what he wants the trajectory of Nidhogg to be is, People play it against AI to get the basics. Mm-hmm. Then they go online to play against people on Steam to get better at it. And then sort of like the final stage is local is like public performance. So like exactly like Nidhogg. StarCraft. Yeah. yeah. That's so how he, you learn to play StarCraft. He, he, yeah. wants, he yeah. wants to try and – because of the buzz that Nidhogg got, he wants to try and build it into a game that actually is capable of having a scene. That's really cool. That's cool. So he I really fucking respected that really entire cool like stack of from, I really, from one really person is, all the way up to one of Because that is – like to Sean, to, Sean your, to your point, exactly. Like that is the thing that is currently the ceiling on this genre, which from a creative standpoint – is like fucking flourishing, right? I mean, right. like when you look at at Foiled and Nid- Nidhog and um, the entirety uh, of Sports Sa- Friends, Samurai Gun, yeah, and all the Sports Friend games, Sports Friend, yeah, Hokra and Pole Riders, um, Towerfall, yeah, Towerfall, all, the, all yeah. this. Isn't stuff. that similar at all? It's like Samurai Gun, kind of. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 The, like creatively, oh, yeah. this stuff is amazing. Yeah. Like just quality wise, it's off the goddamn charts. It's like an incredible thing to have cropped up. Basically, just in the last like four or five years, entirely. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, obviously, well, it went away. Local, multi- yeah. There have been local fighting right, games I mean, like, for decades, but Atari I mean, Joust is kind of like the template of all right, this stuff yeah. for me. This is a, yeah. there's a certain like philosophical bent to it that I feel like is really different than most fighting games. Even if now what's happening, I guess, is like Margesson trying to like dig into that bag and bring some of that stuff. But back mechanically, in. he's still he's still distilling as yeah, opposed exactly, to exactly yeah. exactly as opposed to like. 18 six string combos exactly you know whatever Um, but it's cool it has like jump kicks in it now it's crazy like to watch it being played is like amazing because it's so fluid and so I think I might have played a jump kick build Uh, well it's funny because Jake Jake, you and I at least I know have played the like old build of that game so much we've played so much of that and like the seeing it now with all the new shit that's in it is, is like crazy to my brain because I have so many associations with it there's a bunch of there's a bunch of tuning stuff that seems actually a lot better. Like if you yeah. played it at the IGF or at any of the gaming events that it's been at, it's all like the animation basically is like Atari twenty six hundred level where like if you raise your sword up, it immediately goes to up and to throw your sword, that's effectively a cheap move to the point that I think in the IGF builds it was turned off. Mm. But now like he deliberately put in a little bit of an animation with the guy pulling his hand back and throwing it first so that Telegraph you can actually you can yeah. actually prepare for that yeah, to happen yeah, yeah, and block. Yeah. And I think that like I only played like two minutes of it earlier today, and it 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 feels already like all the iterations in it are there for the purpose, or just just not for embellishments, but because he's been watching a ton of people play the game and just secretly doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I hope it's good. I have, I hope to play I'm excited. it after we record, maybe. Yeah, I'm just excited that people are making couch games again because, like, yes, yeah, like 
this is one of those things that when and they're making them on the PC of I mean that's the but, but like I had to figure out how to get multiple Gabe game pads hooked yes. up to my PC what yes. right Gabe Noel I know right yes. 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 for sure no it's awesome it's an amazing scene right now Sports really Friends is, is coming out for PS3 and PS4 oh really yes mm-hmm. I, I mean but that's like the but all this stuff weird is one. like for, is like just states on PC for sure. Yep. I've played a lot of JS Joust and I just don't know how that's going to work for like people in living rooms. The, the way I've played it in a small room before. And okay. Actually, it works fine. But um, what they're hoping is, especially with the PS4 version, the PlayStation 4 controller has uh, higher range. Uh, it, it, no, it, it just has more, um, more nuanced motion detection. And also it has that uh, big light up panel on it that can change colors. It basically yeah. has a move controller. So they're hoping that people who just have four PS4 controllers, can just play it oh, in so. rooms of their house and it just works. So they're not going to do... It doesn't need a move. It doesn't need a move. You can just use your DualShock. I've been, you can use a move. Okay. You can use a move, but also on on the PS4, I think you'll, you'll be able to just use this whole DualShock in one hand. That makes sense. And it lights up and has all the accelerometer stuff inside okay. of it that the move does, so you don't need to worry about it. I don't know. I'm excited about that. I can't yeah. start at that. It looked yeah. good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Couch yeah. games. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them now to the point that they kind of start to blur together a little bit but yeah definitely um, like when i think about um uh i mean obviously samurai gun has a gun in it but you know when i think about that and like foiled for example like there definitely starts to be a certain amount of overlap overlap in my brain but it's still yeah. cool it still yeah. feels like a fertile design space mm-hmm. i like it yeah. i like them yep you said you uh will you played risk of rain uh, yeah, what it's that. That's um, a game that people keep telling me to play because of all my Spelunky bullshit that Sean hates. Like people keep telling me to play Risk of Rain. So I went. Really and I did. I have played. I have played it, and I do hate it. I, I got. <laughs> well, you guys, you hate Dota. He hates. It all works what out. Do you mean I hate Dota? He hates Dota. You hate Spelunky. I don't, I don't hate Spelunky. I we know, all know I you hate, hate Dota. Chris. I just hate Sean. I just hate what oh, it's okay, done. Okay. I, I hate what it's done, Fair done to this podcast and to this friendship. Jeez, Dota. Yeah. No, Spelunky. And to this nation. Jeez. Yeah, I wow. like Spelunky, but I like Rogue Legacy. I think it's better. a wonderful game. Just you ruin, like Rogue Legacy? I like Rogue Legacy better. Because it's easier. But anyway, that's not. That's what we're, a progression. We don't need to go into that. Well, okay. So I I went deep on Rogue Legacy last year, which is no, no, kind no. of my first. Okay, fine. My first roguelike thing. Roguelike, like, like. Roguelike, like, like. Um, like, and somebody told me to play Risk of Rain, but they told me to play it on easy to unlock stuff uh, and then play it co-op on the harder difficulties, which was good advice. But I've only gotten to the play easy to unlock stuff so right. hard so far because I don't really have friends that are you sure. know, live outside my house. Yeah. I've yeah. played it. Uh, I've played a, a number of rounds of Risk of Rain. So Risk of Rain is a side-scrolling game that is... I don't know. It's kind of like explore, it? it's kind of like an exploration game. Yeah, it's like an exploration game and, and you get... Like different weapons and and stuff and fight enemies of different yeah. types and you know you collect experience and points and shit right I mean it's it's uh, what the funny thing about it actually that makes me hard to talk about for me is that it's hard for me to get a handle on what like the core loop of this game actually is well so mechanically like you have four abilities you and you can move and jump yeah and the four abilities work kind of like they do in WoW or any other MMO you've ever right, played where numbers. you they're timed and they're on numbers mm-hmm. or they're actually on Z V you oh, can right. you can yeah. bind them wherever you want yeah, yeah. oh so like um, but there's a but there's like a cooldown <laughs> yeah just like Dota uh, there's a cooldown on the different so the powerful one is like a six second cooldown the less powerful the stun is a three second cooldown whatever um, and there's typically on at least the classes I've played so far there's typically a defensive move a couple of attack moves right. and then like a default attack. Um, 
and I mean, it's just I like expo- I like exploration games. Do you like Terraria and Starbound? I like Terraria. So, I didn't. I haven't played say, enough Starbound to say. When you say yeah. an exploration game, so this is actually the challenge I've had with this Risk of Rain, and I, I'm certain that I'm missing something, right? Like I'm not. I don't mean this to be like the final word of my opinion on the game. It's just Chris Remo says. No, it's not that. It's not that at all. I'm genuinely curious because when I play it, to me. It doesn't feel like an exploration game. It just feels like I'm walking around and fighting guys. But I don't feel – I don't get the like part of exploration that is cool about exploration. I'm just like, well, here's some guys to fight. It's not exploration-y in the way like Minecraft or Terraria is where you dig a hole for a while and then all of a sudden it opens up and there's a magical world under, underneath you. Yeah, well, right. I don't expect that obviously. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's exploration in that you have to explore this map and find the thing the, – the MacGuffin or whatever it is you're looking for, the teleporter. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there's a boss battle of questionable difficulty. I think it's interesting because I've been playing on easy and I'm out leveling the difficulty of the game pretty quickly because uh-huh. there's a leveling mechanic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in addition to all the power ups, so you you get stronger, you get crazy abilities. Like it kind of feels like one of those games that's a random like that. that it almost feels like it could be too random. I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't played it on the regular difficulty with two people yet. Yeah. So I, no, I, no, I nor, nor kind of I. Yeah. I yeah. Played a single player. You, did you play normal or easy? Normal, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah. I generally just do normal and everything okay. to start. Normal was pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And so you may not be getting... You may, Chris have you gone to the first teleporter? I know Chris is very good at video yeah, games. Yeah, he's gotten, incredibly I've good at video games. Okay. I'm not... What? You're you really good at video games. Out of your ass right now? No, I think you're really good at video games. Oh, I know I've never told you that. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. It's nice that you guys get along. <laughs> you get along really well. Except... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> go on. Well, I was just going to raise the specter that hangs over every podcast. Spelunky. Now. Yeah. Um, the specter is a Are you still doing the daily challenges? Ghost. Oh, I'm doing the daily challenges every ghost. single day. In fact, today, Ollie Moss and I streamed our daily challenges from, from this, this very office. office in wow. my house. You were gone when we were done. You weren't even there. You left. When I was out. at my desk with my headphones turned up very loudly. Do you really not like Spelunky? Or you, I love Spelunky. Just a, just I love the game. Yeah, what are you asking me? I'm asking you. <laughs> Very clear. I, I want to know how much of this is wrestling and how much of it is real. About what? Spelunky and you. I, Sean Vanneman, think Spelunky is a great game and I really love playing it. Okay. What do you more? not like about Spelunky then? I don't like that Chris Remo has played so much Spelunky uh-huh. and I have heard so much about it. On this podcast, mm. on Twitter, on the bus, anywhere. On the bus? I've never been on the bus. Uh, at, <laughs> at my house, this in the uh, whatever, in casual conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear about it ever again, but I think Derek, you use a brilliant game designer. Yeah. I really wanted to make another game. <laughs> so Chris can play that. <laughs> okay. He's going to make Spelunky's Revenge. Oh, my God. There's a Spelunky director's cut in our future, so help me God. Mm. What, if there's a, <laughs> what if there's a director's commentary on Spelunky? What if he makes Spelunky 3D? I really hope it's just Derek, like, commenting on you fucking out. <laughs> For the PlayStation Ooh. 1. Ooh. Thanks, Jake. There's a game called He probably won't do that. I don't think the install base is probably too good on that oh. console anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, what were you going to say? Spelunker. Spelunker. Is it, I saw some place. That's the serious reboot of Spelunky. Right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> Spelunking. It's actually the movie. It's, like the, bionic it's actually the game it. based on the movie, based on the game. Mm, so it's sure. like they're going to get that dude from the 300. I think they would just call it Spelunking. Or spelunkering. It's it's actually just called Palunk. That's a too goofy sound. Well, the word spelunking is never. It can't be serious. I think the spelunker could be taken seriously. I don't think think the spelunker could be. Are we into the swapper? The franchise reboot? We're in the swapper territory. From the creator of The Fighter. The the Swapper. I love The Swapper. Got The Swapper, The Spelunker. The game, the game. Oh, I love the game. 
And love I'm the name. Around the love name. the I'm game. Kind of come around. I'll come around the name. I yeah. didn't get into the swapper. Really? Oh, you swapped? Sensational. Yeah, I got it. You are the swapper okay. in it? You didn't like swapping? I, I play most of my PC games on the couch. What does that have to do with swapping? It was a mouse and keyboard game until like oh, three days oh, ago. I see. So yeah. I had to go sit in the other room, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but now you can right now. think about it. But you now can, you can swap control methods. That's true. I could swap the control methods. Wow. Had you a Steam controller? Um, I tried that at CES. I love that thing. Did you try playing the swapper? Really? One? You love it. How well, much the you, first time what you did said you play that out loud? It's not. You said you liked it, but you well, that okay. was a firm. Chris Spec- Remo okay, wants okay, to marry okay, the okay. Steam controller, guys. Don't rent it, buy it. Chris no, no. Remo. Specifically <laughs> for like replacing Okay, so taking games that were specifically designed for mouse control mm-hmm. and using a controller with them. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would switch to it like for playing Spelunky, for example. Where you know you're just using straight up directional controls for sure that are made for a controller. I don't think I would switch to it for that. What what but, games did you try with it? Sorry. Catch oh, uh, like point and click adventure games. Broken Age. Okay. Broken Age. Yeah, like uh, stuff where you're dragging a cursor around, and okay. it, that stuff feels really good um, to me. I think it's great actually for that. Like really good. Um, so I, I don't mean I when I say I love it, I don't mean like as my be all end all controller. Right. I just mean for the for the hole that it's intending to fill. I think it's great. I want to play Civ Five in the living room, and I don't know if I can do that with it, but I'm willing to try. That's the game Valve UI situation, though. That's more of a UI as opposed to a well. That's the other problem, yeah. 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 But that that is the game that that every SteamOS screenshot or demo or discussion seems to be. But you can play Civ Five in your living room, and then what everyone says is the UI is too small. So they did this big demo event, and then the games that they had set up were like Portal, and it was a bunch of shooters, and then Trine Two. I think I didn't get to play Trine. I played Portal, which is kind of a bad gamepad game. It sure. was not great, okay. But you know, sure. like it, like it was it was interesting enough. I was I want to spend more time with. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, is where I ended up. I yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So video games. I really want a Steam controller really badly. So do I. God, that's all I want. I I oh, felt I like I probably could have gotten one in my bag <laughs> when I was at this thing, but I because they they were nobody's watching. They were real loosey goosey with them, but I, wow. I don't want to be that guy. What I'm going to hear is that everyone who went to Steam Dev Days came back with a controller, and then oh, oh, pissed. Man. Fingers crossed, going to be pissed. That would be amazing. We, uh, be they sent us in the mail like our badges and stuff, and also a little business card that says like your free bag of stuff that you can like. Oh, be a huge Steam box in. in there. Yeah. So you can have a Steam controller. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to steal it. What? I have no. Idea. I'm saying I have no idea. Oh, uh, you want the one with the screen? The ones they're just dev kit things now. Sean is doing things. So, you know, what are you doing, reader mail? Oh, we can do reader mail. Yeah. You guys want to do some reader mail? I'd love who one or one? two pieces of reader mail. Who wouldn't, yeah. One or two pieces, sir. No, I, I think that's a good. Just a, an amuse bouche of reader mail. We can get the full bouche next week. <laughs> um, wow. Glad I'm here this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next week, a full bouche. So here we have a we have a rebuttal. Yes, we have a pseudo rebuttal to Jake here. This will go fast because because it's mainly just a comment. Jake, you're full of shit. (laughs) True, Brian, Chris, Bradley, Marcel writes. Hi, thumbs. I wanted to chime in on the topic of customers being right. I used to work as a restaurant manager, and the phrase "the customer is always right" comes up all the time. And you have an ally. I'm foreseeing it. I haven't read this mail, but I foreseeing. Chris said it as a rebuttal, so we'll we'll see. It's not a it's not a a a full throated rebuttal. The phrase is frustrating if you take it literally because it's impossible for the customer to always be right. I, like Jake, always knew in my heart that the customer is always an asshole, but you have to be nice to them anyway. 
One day I had an encounter with an angry customer. The details aren't important, but I walked away with an understanding of what the damned phrase really means. The customer is always right. only makes sense if you understand that perception is reality. The customer believes that they are right. From their point of view, they are right. If you approach an upset customer with this understanding, you suddenly become a customer service wizard. You agree with them, you share in their annoyance, and once you're on their side, you help them change their mind. I'm no longer in customer service, but I find this lesson about customers to be helpful in my day-to-day life. Brad M. I bet Brad's a good guy. Sounds like it. That is Brad. entirely correct and is slightly different than what I was saying, but oh, I know I've, that. I've, well, of course. He elaborated, he elaborated yeah, he, on you. He, he, he yes-anded you. He's saying yeah, you no, have yeah. to be the customer. That actually goes back to you are the, the asshole. <laughs> I think it was a couple weeks ago that we were talking about community management and engaging your yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, your customer base on forums. Like hand What hand. he said is, that is it, 100%. Yeah. But that is, I think, very different than a customer just demanding insane things of you and then saying the customer is always right. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, yeah. This beer was not full enough after you watch the drink. God, I always want to say that sometimes. <laughs> Anytime somebody gives me a little Just sometimes I'm like, there's like, I'm like, oh God, there's like a whole like yeah, sure. three quarters of an inch of beer missing from the top, which but you has know, the largest surface area, which has the greatest volume. Yeah. I don't care if it though. Is this before <laughs> or after you drank that part though? No, this is as it's handed oh, to me okay. at the bar, That's and I'm fun. looking at it, and I always like look at it. I just kind of like give it like a shaky eye, and then I look right. at him and be like, "You see what I'm saying, right? You yeah. see what I'm saying?" Some of this beer, and he goes, here. "You're right, and you'll traditionally leave me an extra dollar for this." You go, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I did you again, so you know I did. <laughs> Tipping, it works. Patrick Rasenberg writes, "Hi, thumbs. Uh, one, at what point would you consider daily challenges an addiction? Two, uh, two if it were an addiction." It. Would you be okay with it, i.e. like a well-functioning alcoholic? I guess what I'm getting at is, are video game addictions an okay thing if they do if they do not inhibit a sustainable life? Thanks, Pat. A high-functioning spelunky addict, Chris Remo, responds with... I don't think video with, games are addicting the way that a chemical addiction is addicting. So you don't die if yeah, it goes away. I think you're, conf- yeah. you're conflating addiction and compulsion. <laughs> if I don't yeah. play my compulsion video game... Compulsion is a better way to put it. Because, yeah. uh, because the... like. I feel like if oh, so I you're had, a high functioning compulsive. I guess. Well, I'm seriously because like <laughs> that's how I would describe Chris. That's how I would describe myself. I, <laughs> yeah. Because I, you just have a like, fucking like beautiful mind moment where it all synced up for yeah. you. Like, <laughs> I've known. It's what? fine. It's covered with letters. Because at this point, I don't ever want to play more than one game of Splunky a day. Ever. God, I thought you were about to say I don't want to play you're any game that isn't Splunky. A day. Yeah. Well, I, but it's not an addiction. I think. Yeah. I mean, it fills a need for you. But yeah, like, I like, also think it's like doing the crossword puzzle every day. Right. It is. It's the same you thing. You stream it. You stream the crossword puzzle. That's where I think no, this I is a little different. Actually, amazing. Like I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to armchair. Yeah. Psychiatry. You sure. Sure. But I do think there's something about. The wait, is armchair psychiatry just the giving screaming. him pills? Take the there you go. Lexapro. Everybody needs Lexapro. Make you feel better. Uh, questions? Medicine? I prescribe one Spelunky uh, Daily Challenge live stream no, today. But I think you're right about the streaming thing. I think that is actually part of what keeps me doing it, is the fact that I'm streaming it. Yeah. I, I think that's part of it for you. I think it you, is definitely it's like, part of it's, it. like uh, it's almost like journaling or something. Yeah, exactly. But that people, journaling would actually yeah, be healthy for at you. At the end of every stream, people oh. are like, thanks, Chris. That was fun. And you're like, like, oh, oh affirmation. Oh, nice. Good. Oh, thanks, like stranger. had a good time. I mean, how long are the streams? Like 15 minutes, usually? Maybe an hour? Between 5 and 25. Yeah, anywhere yeah. from like five to thirty minutes. Usually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an okay amount of time to spend on whatever you no, want. It's you not can, a destructive amount. Twenty five minutes every day, like that's relative no to no. other things. But what yeah. you got to do though is get yourself a stationary bike and play. On oh the stationary man, bike. that's brilliant! I know. I want to see. That is actually that's a Brett Duville thing. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, coding or playing games from the from God, some so sort. So you can only do unhealthy things yeah. while you're doing something. He's, our, he's a friend, friend of the show. I know. Yeah, yeah. For the readers, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, get a get a stationary bike. Good idea. Um, Chris Carrots writes, Euro Truck 
Uh, I'm going to bring this up because you have played your Atari Symmetry. Have you guys not played that? No, nope. I bought it. I I'm it stunned. I know. It seems like something. It is, seems like play, right? exactly the no, right I kind know, of mundane. I think it's going to. I think it's. If you like Far Cry too, you'll. Oh fuck you, man! Whoa, whoa! If we like Far Cry, anyway, don't you like Far Cry Tested.com. I'm just saying. That whole sentence was. It's the type of mundanity. Dot dot dot. If you like Far Cry too. Dot dot dot. I, my my perception right, hey. of Far Cry 2 is skewed because I used it as a benchmark for like four years. That means I watched that loop with the fire maybe three thousand times. Oh, uh, so sure, that yeah. and also it had a really terrible install and activation. But also loop. part of what that makes does, that game yeah. interesting is its mundanities, right? In addition to all the crazy shit, like life, like, it's the combustion. Yeah, it's yeah, all exactly. the having it's to fix your malaria. Let's talk more about Far Cry. Games discussed Far Cry 2. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> all right. So Chris Carrots writes Euro Truck Simulator Don't. 2. I've been, hey, Thumbs, I've been playing Euro Truck Sim 2, the winter steam sale, or via the winter steam sale, and it's been weird. I'm, <laughs> I am not a confident driver. I'm always worried and anxious when I drive. I'm amazed at the emotional impact that playing this has had on me, even though low-stakes media being more emotionally effective is definitely not a surprising idea. There are lots of games with driving, but this is the only one where I've gotten really freaked out. I was playing today hauling an exca- excavator machine for a construction site or something to Amsterdam. That dangerous. Or and something. I, and I misread, <laughs> I misread the GPS and took the wrong exit off the highway. In any other open world game, I would have just said fuck it and ramped the car up the highway and smashed my way back on track. But you can't do that in Euro Truck Sim 2. You take damage from the tiniest bangs and you lose money or are fined for every collision. You're fined for running a red light. Instead, it was kind of like the real life experience I'm sure lots of people have had where your mind goes entirely blank except for frantically searching for a way to turn around and curse. I was actually listening to the latest Idle Thumbs episode when this happened and I have no idea what you guys said during this time because I was too busy losing it. God, I was too busy losing it is a really good turn of phrase. Um, I actually did end up breaking the law by slowly navigating my truck through a construction site that bridged the two sides of the highway and doing a crazy U-turn, but I definitely felt way, way dirtier about it than if it had been a GTA game or something. I guess it was kind it's of because cathartic. the scale of bad you can Definitely. perform in this yeah, game is sure. this, that is Absolutely. it is probably running over somebody as opposed to doing that. I don't think like, there's casually. people even. Mm-hmm. Oh really? You can run over cars. Yeah, yeah so but, but I don't either think way, he's like breaking rules here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was kind of cathartic in a way GTA games never are. In GTA, doing dumb illegal stuff is just a matter of course. But in your truck sim, I felt like I'd really pulled a heist. <laughs> I don't know if there's a moral or question here, but I thought it was interesting and I was affected by it. Also, your truck sim two is a good game. Also, Chris. All right, we're fucking playing it. The the uh, part the best part there's a lot of best parts about that game. But the thing that I like the most that's the dumbest is that you can get live streams of radio time. stations from the part of Europe that you're driving around in Whoa. on the in-game radio. That's which, amazing. Which is that's like, so good. You can't. That's you, one of those features that you talk about in a room and then don't put in a game. Yeah, it's that's amazing. So good. Except if you stream, then they're playing real music that somebody owns the rights to. So don't. If you're going to put it on YouTube, don't do that. But otherwise, uh, it's really good. If you're putting it on Twitch, don't give If you put it on Twitch, nobody cares. Yes. It's fucking yeah. lawlessness over there. Um, that is one of the great like things about Twitch. and dongs yeah. on Twitch. That's not that's one of the great things about Twitch, but the global sort that's, of... That happens, right? Not anymore. I think they fixed yeah, that. Fixed yeah. that. I think they took all of the dong channel off of, off of Twitch. <laughs> Twitch being this weird company that's clearly making a lot of money, but also happens. still is new enough that they don't care entirely about what content you have on it. Makes it feel very much like just actual amateur radio. Remember the internet in the old days before everything right. was owned well, it's by basically Google? Just, remember when a startup wants to gain a user base but doesn't have uh, advertisers interested in them yeah. yet? Porn. That happens over and over and over again. Yeah. And right now it happens to be Twitch and it's fantastic because there's just weird, cool stuff on it. And eventually that will get monetized out of existing. Yeah. You should play your own truck. Internet. Right. I like Twitch. Twitch is good. I like Twitch. I use it every single day. Yeah. Uh, for now. For now. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Anyway, two very good emails, even though I think there were three. Three, really. Yeah, it's stuck another one in you're there. You're burning that customer's oh, right, 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 right email? Right. No, I was, those, I was thinking of that one. That you're no, he was, he was canceling out the Spelunky one. <laughs> was there a Spelunky one? The compulsion there was, one. in fact. I completely blacked it out. Good. What did we talk about? Compulsion versus addiction. Yeah. You're just driving and you forget what's happening. You don't even know what's going on anymore. Where the hell am I? I'm really glad that someone was listening to Euro Truck Simulator or was playing Euro Truck Simulator while oh listening to a podcast. I actually, and I don't, this person might only listen to Dota Today, but uh, a young man was mugged and beaten oh my God, while listening to Dota Today yeah. in Australia. Oh, no. Oh, it was Australia. I yeah. Know that. Was, I did some digging. Um, I probably through to the earth. Googled mugging and Dota Today yeah. in parentheses. That in was quotes. in the police water. So, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say to that guy, if you listen to Idle Thumbs as well, um, I hope you're I hope you're on the mend. His post yeah. was kind of incredible. I kind it of was want to an amazing it. post. Yeah, you yeah. want to find it? Yeah. Do you do Dota today every day, or is it just once a week? It's uh, like it's about, bi-weekly. It's once every six months. We just brought it back. Yeah, okay. it's, it's now been relaunched. With, While Jake uh, is looking Brad, Brad for Miller. this forum thread, it's in the Dota Today all that forward with local content. Oh, also as a, just a bit of general yeah. housekeeping. Little housekeeping. Next, next week, uh, we are going to be late, probably about a day, because I'm going to be out of town. Um, but the pod, we're still going to do the podcast. It'll just be slightly later. And also, uh, you can drum now roll. enjoy. Yeah, drum roll. We, you can now uh, find out what the greatest games of last year. You can find out what the games of the year were by going to goatee.cx, the Idle Thumbs Ooh. Games of the Year 2013. I think that Polygon is still unveiling their games of the year yeah, right now. Right so, really? So we're like we're in the we're in lockstep with the major media outlets. We're totally fine. Yeah. We're not late, guys. I went to Warner Brothers a few months ago to shoot a video and I saw something and I thought of you because you guys... Was it a goatee? Was it a goatee? No, 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 it wasn't <laughs> was a goatee. Wait, was it a video game? Was it, like a- it was the soundstage where they shot Space Jam. <gasps> oh. They had a big plaque on the That's side really that was like... Space, Space Jam, Jam, 1999 or 96, right. whatever really it was. That's totally that. good. Wow, yeah. Bugs Bunny was in that building. I don't... Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan was there probably wearing some weird clothes. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was there using a 386. Sorry, go ahead. Read that. Did you mean to read it? No. Okay. It's fine. Um, uh on the Idle Forums and the Dota Today thread said, I was beaten and robbed at knife point well about halfway through this episode. While the mugger took my iPod, I could still hear it playing. <laughs> the police caught him, but they're still keeping the iPod for evidence or taking prints off it or something. Due to my head injuries, I don't remember where I was, uh, where I was up to, and I'll have to start at the beginning, which is really inconvenient. It was a good episode, but the violent assault really ruined it for me, so I can only give it five out of ten. <laughs> God, yeah. the, wow! Super good when the mugger took off my really iPod, funny. I could still hear it playing. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just like, I don't know. I hope those muggers really enjoyed our. Lords immediately put the earbuds into their face. Maybe they were readers. Oh, Dota! Oh, Dota today, it's back! Nice! (laughs) Nice! Thanks for the iPod, kid. (laughs) Oh, Brad Muir, I love this guy. Maybe the guy actually heard that Dota Today was back and went on went out on the streets looking for somebody listening right. to an iPod, hoping they were listening. Yeah. Obviously, they'd be listening to the. He was, like uh, dropped an album. He was holding up like uh, his copy of Shazam next to everyone's ear until it said Dota Today, and then he stole that guy's iPod because that guy already had the episode. Shazam can tell you. It's that app to. that can not, tell. It, not it, the superhero. Not the yeah. No, it's it's, not, the, it's yeah. the iPhone app that when you're when there's ambient music playing, it can look uh-huh. against the database and tell you what the song is. But also, little do people know that we've been uploading Dota Today episodes to the Shazam, the Shazam database. Server, yeah. yeah. Sean Vanderman and Brad Muir knew Dota Today. Productive use of time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Will Smith of Tested.com, for joining us on this Idle Thumbs podcast. Thank you for having oh, me. Auspicious Ides of January. <laughs> Be careful out there, folks. Video games. True. So true. It might be the fan on the Mac. The Mac oh. doesn't have a fan. It, it has a fan. Oh, it's got a very small fan. They all have fans. <laughs> you're gonna. Sorry, you're right. I forgot that there's two fans. I forgot the guy with the three hundred dollars suit or whatever. Sorry, you're right. He's like, the Mac doesn't have a fan. He has one fucking job to do, which is no, it's inside all this shit. I forgot they have fans. All right, let's let's. They do.